the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Borahey, iconic army. Borahey. This is our being an army episode. So thank you to everyone who submitted their stories to us. We read every single one of them. But, you know, we have a time restraint on this episode. So we did as many stories as we could. We actually got a fair amount of them in here. We mm -hmm. condensed some of the stories to just get as many as we could in. Um, but thank you for everyone who submitted if it didn't make it, your story is still amazing, you know, yeah. and we really, we read every single one of them and they're just terrific. Yeah. So thank you so, so much. Yeah, for it was really incredible this weekend going through and reading all of your guys' stories mm -hmm. that you sent in and just thank you. Thank you for the outpouring of love and support for our Being an Army episode. And we're so excited to share the stories that we have today. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today's episode is dedicated to the iconic ARMY. We're here to read your ARMY stories. So we cannot wait to read them here live on the show. Yes. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us further and have access to our Google Docs, our Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support is just really appreciated. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Yeah. little update for our Charity of the Month this week, Bethany and I last week both decided to pick out books written by black women to educate ourselves and to encourage you guys to access this book list and pick out a book to read this month for Black History Month. Um, I bought my book and I ended up doing Black Eyed Susans and Midnight Suns as my book. I might still buy the other one because I'm still interested in it. And it just got here last night. I'm super excited about it. I read the like the introduction forward of it, which is um, by the person who officially edited and comprised all of these stories, brought them all together. And so it was really cool to get her insight on 
these, you know, the background of every single one of these stories and how important these women's stories have been to her. Um, but that's about as far into the book as I am. But I'm so excited to get into it this week. Yeah, yeah. For my book, I decided to read uh, African American music and introduction. And when I went to go look at my local library, I found out that the original edition that I was trying to find, which was actually the second edition, it wasn't available. And it's a book that is a little pricey. It's like $170. But I found that the first edition was available at the public library here in Kansas City. Unfortunately, it's not written by, you know, African-American women, but it is written by Earl L. Stewart. And I'm really interested in it. I read it like just like the little synopsis of it. And I said, you know what? I'm still going to read this because I'm really pulled and drawn towards it. So I checked it out and I'm just kind of in the first the first phase of it, you know, the, the first section. So. Exciting. Iconics. Yeah. If you picked out a book from the book list, like let us know, tweet at us and we'll retweet you. Mm -hmm. um, also, if reading is not your thing or if you've already read some of these amazing books and you want to donate to charity instead, some great charities you can support would be the NAACP, the ACLU Foundation and the Southern Poverty Law Center. We'll link those in the description as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into the army stories. Let's yes. do it. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start here. Hello. Being an army and discovering BTS has dramatically changed my life. I saw them on Carpool Karaoke in February 2020, and that's when I instantly fell into the black hole of the wonderful Bonton life. I truly believe that BTS finds you when you need them the most. I had separated from my husband of seven years a year prior but had just moved out of our home in February 2020. We also have two young girls, so I was discovering life as a single mother and only seeing them 50% of the time, which was truly devastating. I was okay when my kids were with me, but when they were with their dad, I truly experienced the darkest of days. And on top of that, COVID started the month after. After watching Carpool Karaoke, I decided to watch more of their music videos than the random videos on YouTube, and after watching the 55,475 <laughs> YouTube videos, I truly fell in love with each of their personalities and couldn't get enough. They were the light I needed when I was alone without my kids. They were the only thing that put a smile on my face when I was alone and feeling depressed. I also realized that their songs were not only catchy and amazing, but they had deeper meanings and were also beautifully inspiring and uplifting. Then I discovered their struggles, stories, and backgrounds, and it made me appreciate them even more. When the pandemic started and we had to isolate, I was thankful I could still be with my kids half of the time, but not being able to see any other family or my friends was hard because I truly felt alone. I thank the universe every day that I had found BTS during that time because they were with me every single day. Wow. They still are. The constant happiness and hope I have every day is because of them. The way BTS has enriched my life is for the better, and I hope everyone can find something in their lives that is as beautiful as us finding BTS. Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for your story. You've been through so much, but I'm so glad that BTS was able to be there with you. Yes, me too. I can't imagine separating from your husband after seven years and then having to transition into like only getting your kids half of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so really I'm just hard. grateful that BTS could fill that time for you and bring you joy. Yeah. Okay. I'm up next. Hi guys. Thank you for all that you do. I've been a fan of the pod for over a year now. I'm a relatively late army, February, 2020, discovering them right before the pandemic. 
I traveled a lot for work and I have a bit of a crazy gig. So the pandemic forced me to be stationary for the first time in a decade. Within the anxiety and uncertainty that we all experienced in 2020, BTS became something that provided me with so much solace and joy. I went from being a baby army to hitting that growth spurt very quickly. Aside from their music, which quickly became all that I listened to, I watched all the BTS bombs, Bon Voyage, In the Soup, concert videos, run BTS apps, you name it. I'm someone whose work is really driven by creating a positive impact in the world and who these men are, how deeply kind they are to each other and how everyone around them, as well as what they stand for, deeply resonates with and inspires me and cemented why I'm in this fandom for life. It's also been really fun connecting deeper with acquaintances who have become better friends due to a shared love for BTS. Whether I'm Namjooning in nature, being more spontaneous and laissez-faire like Jin, being thoughtful and focused like Yoongi, spreading positive vibes to others like Hobie, caring for my friends and community like Jimin, being quirky and creative like Young, or just being intense and passionate like Jungkook. I can safely say this group inspires me to be the better version of myself for life. Here's to all of us who unabashedly bleed Bangtan. Love, Cal's. Oh, Cal's, thank you so much for your story. Oh, that Those descriptions of the members there at the end I and know. how they inspire her. So perfect too. And right, you know, right on the nose for each member and a great way to draw inspiration to be that and emulate that in your own life. Mm-hmm. All right. Becoming an ARMY has been an absolutely unprecedented experience for me. I can't say enough how happy I've been since the day I started standing them, and I will never stop calling them one of my most beautiful moments in life. BTS as a group has redefined so many things for me. They've redefined how I view my life, my love and appreciation for all things art, my understanding of relationships, and so many other things. Individually, they all hold such a special place in my heart and have also taught me numerous things. BTS get way too much credit for taking over my life rather than the credit they deserve for inspiring such a change in my mindset and heart. The way they do things, reflect on themselves, pick each other up, are absolutely passionate about their craft, and their unconditional love of ARMY are just a few things that I adore about them. I'm gladly willing to walk this flower path for the rest of my life, and I'm so grateful for them, their impact on me and the world. Zanaya. Oh, Zanaya, incredible. I agree. BTS deserve more credit for inspiring our change in mindset and mind over just uh, how much they take over our lives. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. BTS and ARMY has always helped make my life as stable and as joyful as possible when reality was not. I'm sure others can relate when I say that being in a toxic atmosphere can really wipe you out, which for me was college, both my peers and teachers. It was such a horrible environment that I almost had to sacrifice my entire being to the major I was in just to quote, please everyone there. But I insistently held on to BTS and just the few army friends I had made. Both were constant reminders that I was still human, still living, that I needed breaks and had a personality, that I was constantly doing my best and most importantly, that it was okay to reach out for help. I'm definitely still learning, but it's easier than how it was in the beginning and I'm doing much better now. 
If I hadn't tried my hardest to keep BTS and my army friends in my life, I'm not sure what would have happened, but I do know that I wouldn't have been in such a bright and warm place like I am now. And I've never been so grateful to that stubborn part of me, Lisa. Wow, Lisa. I'm grateful that BTS inspired you to reach out for help and know mm. that, that it's okay to do that. Yeah. And uh, I'm proud of you for being stubborn and stubbornly holding on to them. Yeah, that the really Taurus in you, The Taurus in me loves it. <laughs> the stubbornness, yes. I was lucky to find BTS in the very beginning of the pandemic and were with me throughout the entire lockdown. I had to write my medical school entrance exam, which is the MCAT, in the summer of 2020 and then again in the summer of 2021. I was studying all day long for three whole months, and throughout this time, my connection to BTS increased a lot. I was studying by myself and was struggling. During this time, I saw a BTS MCAT meme on Reddit and decided to reach out to the girl who posted it. We started talking about BTS, the exam, and medical school applications, and she helped me a lot in terms of studying and giving me tips and resources that would be helpful. She also sent me an online book that helped me study and improve my score. I still talk to her to this day, and it is so amazing that I get to make friends online who I've never met, but get along with and relate to more than anyone I know in real life. I don't have any in real life army friends, but I can't wait to make more and discuss all things BTS with them, just how you two do. Don V. Cute. Um... Seriously, I love, I love the connection that ARMY can make with other ARMY just online, mm -hmm. just, you know, across time and space. Doesn't matter if you ever will meet them in person. Yeah. But also like congratulations on just like going in, like the courage it takes to like go into medical school. Mm -hmm. The MCAT is no easy feat. So the fact that another ARMY who's been studying for medical school too was able to help you improve your score. Amazing. Yeah. Like congrats. Like keep working. You're doing yeah, awesome. You got this. I'm new to the world of BTS. Although I remember seeing them on SNL a couple years ago, somehow they remained under my radar until this past summer with their big hits of butter, etc. I live close to LA. So when they came to SoFi, it was on the news a lot, which made me even more aware of ARMY. I happened to stumble on your podcast as you reviewed your trip to LA in the concert. Since then, I have spent many hours listening to your older episodes, realizing how much I have missed. As the pandemic continues into its second year, it has become more difficult to be optimistic and not feel blue. I found that listening to BTS's music and watching their videos lifted my spirits and gave me a sliver of hope that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Their love and respect for each other and for ARMY is so unique and it gives me hope for our future. Music has always been a salvation for me, but BTS have taken me to a different place. Maybe it's because of the pandemic, maybe because I'm 65. They are a spark, a ray of sunshine, and I'm in awe of their talent and love these guys and their music. Peace and Bora Hay, Bonnie in California. Wow, thank you, Bonnie, for writing. And we always love seeing the older armies mm -hmm. representing themselves because yeah. there are so many older armies. Mm -hmm. Like, you are not alone. There are so many armies in their 60s. Yeah. I'm glad that you're enjoying them so much, Bonnie. All right. I will be 57 in February, and I have never been into boy bands. I was a Carpenters, Osmonds, and Bee Gees fan in the 70s and 80s, listened mostly to our alternative music in the 90s, and had been to a few concerts, but I stopped actively following bands in the early 2000s as I started my family. I'd been aware of BTS, but regarded them 
only as a mere curiosity. Wow, an Asian boy band. And it had never entered my mind that I would become a fan of them. In fact, when the world was thrown into coronavirus lockdown in early 2020, and I heard over the news that the Map of the Soul tour was being canceled, I thought, well, that sucks, but I'm glad I'm not a fan, and I won't be missing any concerts and dealing with the hassle of getting refunded. It was awful. (laughs) It was awful. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) Little did I know that the following year, 2021... I'd convert to the church of Bonton after watching my first BTS performance of Dynamite at the Grammys. Wow. At first I thought, yeah, they're conventionally handsome. I could see why girls are crazy over them, but I was not expecting to hear an angelic falsetto coming from one of them, whom I would later come to know as Jimin. Mm. I found his voice and his visage beguiling. Beguiling? Beguiling. Beguiling. Ooh. Ooh, a word I don't use very often. (laughs) And something I had never seen nor heard in a single package before. The days that followed would then be taken up with, I just wanted to learn their names. Oh, that's how it always is. We all know. We Mm -hmm. all know that. We all know. (laughs) At this point, I was still a reluctant fan and even wondered whether it was okay for someone like me to enjoy their music, much less be into a quote-on boy band at my age. Not long after the doubt surfaced, I would discover two quote-on signs that gave me a resounding yes answer. The first was hearing Spring Day for the first time on their NPR Tiny Desk concert. That song to me was somehow reminiscent of Linkin Park's In the End, particularly the rap verses, which I just have to comment on this because I'm like, I would have never paired those two songs together. No. In the end. But now I want to listen to them back to back. Yeah, like I have to listen to those songs back to back. Um, okay. Anyways, I thought, Hey, I can really get into this. The second was learning that my musical theater idol, Leah Salonga was actually a fangirl herself as a fellow Filipina to me. That was all the endorsement I needed to call myself army. But as I was getting deeper into BTS, I was also getting worried about a couple of things that first, no one in my life would understand my obsession, save for my daughter who was into BTS in middle school, but has since moved on to K-pop girl groups like twice. I love that like her daughter already went through a BTS phase, was like in and out of it. In and out of it. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> and second, with a pandemic projected to be with us for a while, I might not even have the chance to see them live in the next couple years. That to me seemed like an eternity. But I was so amazed at the amount of content I would receive in the months to follow Never had I experienced this level of engagement from a musical group. I'm sorry, just coming from someone who is 57 Mm. and has liked other groups before, like they haven't experienced this like level of content Mm. prior to like this experience with BTS, you know, this level of connection too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in time, I had found an online article written by Ronnie Newtel for CNN about being in an older army. That piece gave me validation and made me feel seen. So I wrote her a letter of appreciation, which she promptly answered and thanked me for. In my letter, I had expressed my concerns about not having any ARMY friends. So she suggested that I look into a Facebook group of BTS fans over 40. I took her advice and ended up meeting a couple of members over lunch who wound up becoming real-life friends. Amazing. They, in turn, introduced me to their friends, and the timing could not have been more perfect. 
It was around the time that BTS announced their first in-person concert in two years, and all I could do was marvel at the series of monumental events in my life would occur at the same time in the same year. My discovery of BTS, my acceptance into the fandom by meeting fellow mature armies, and my first ever in-person BTS concert. Full body chills. I know, I know. Amazing year for you. I could go on and on and on about the ways in which these group of 20-something Korean men has injected happiness into my day-to-day existence. But to sum it up, being aware of their existence, learning about their songs and the messages behind them, and getting to know some wonderful people as a result of being in their fandom are among the reasons why I am glad I have become an ARMY. D. Briscoe. D. D. Incredible story. Yes. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for sending that in. Hey, I'm Kayla from Standing BTS. After you check out the latest episode of our show, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland, an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. The Opus is Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head over to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. Okay, here's my next one. This one has a title, which I just found so unique and awesome. Mm -hmm. Seven is a factor of 63, the miracle of BTS and me. As you can tell from my title, I'm on the older side of ARMY, but because it is BTS and because it is ARMY, my age is never an issue. I'm included. Just like Namjoon confirmed in his eloquent speech at the UN, I have a name, I have a story. That affirmation was a healing balm to my heart. The year that BTS debuted was also the year that my marriage of 34 years ended. This change, along with the timeline of my three grown kids leaving home, left me feeling isolated, lonely, and feeling unlovable. To mask the pain, I traveled, read books, engaged in therapy, and attempted many things to lift me out of the darkness. While they helped me and were an important part of my journey, nothing had such a positive impact on me like being ARMY. BTS found me when I needed them the most. I started to take notice of BTS this past year when my friend and work colleague, who is 23 years younger than me, kept talking about them and how much she loved them. Because I care about her and what she's interested in, I pay attention. I ask curious questions about the group and their music. She answered my inquiry with songs and videos, one of the first ones being Microcosmos. Oh my, I was blown away. They were speaking to me through their beautifully crafted lyrics and melodies. I felt comfort. I felt hope. Then another song suggestion, Answer, Love Myself. It wrecked me. The message of self-love, self-acceptance, forgiveness is what I needed to hear to help me not just survive being single, but to thrive. I still cry when I hear those songs, but they are warm, happy tears. One last sweet story. I was subbing in an eighth grade English class when three teen girls and I began talking about our love for BTS. I had never met them before that day, and we were so happy to find each other and share our love for BTS. As they left school, they shouted, Bora Hey to me. As fate would have it, I saw them a few months later at the airport. We were on the same early morning flight oh to LA gosh. to attend the concert. 
full body chills again. Full body chills. <laughs> I chatted with them and their parents. We took some photos together. It was a lovely army moment. I am 63. They are 13, but we are army and that's what unites us. And that's a beautiful thing that the world needs more of, especially right now. Uh, PTS, they love our podcast and they're also, um, their bias is V, their main bias record is Jungkook, no J-Hope, no Jimin, oh hell, she just loves them all. All of them. All of them. Uh, I purple you, CJ. Wow, CJ, I cannot imagine after 34 years of marriage ending and then having to like somehow push forward just in life. Just figuring out how to navigate life after that. I mean, just a total life change that you would never expect to have. Exactly. And I mean, yeah. incredible that you were, I mean, you were able to do all of the things to help yourself, but that BTS was ultimately that thing that left such a lasting positive impact. Yeah. And kudos to you too for having an open mind yeah. um, getting into BTS. Seriously, having an open mind because that's not something that you know, a lot of people have. So it's amazing that you ask your coworker those curious questions. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being a sub. Thank you for being a substitute teacher. Yes, thank That's you for incredible. being a sub and for connecting with uh, people who are 50 years younger than you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I love that story. Thank you, CJ. Yeah. All right. Hi, my name is Lynette, and I have been in ARMY for about five years now. I first discovered BTS on TV when they performed DNA during the 2017 AMA Awards. Little did I know my life was going to change in that moment. I was mesmerized and it felt so ethereal. I had never felt this way about an artist before. I was never a fangirl for any boy bands, but these men just had me hooked. During that time, I was 22 and still was in university getting my bachelor's degree in civil engineering. I was struggling to pass my engineering course with my now best friend, Giselle. I still had no clue about who they were, except that they were hot as hell. <laughs> One day, I met Giselle for a study date and found her watching a video on her phone. I immediately recognized them. She asked me, are you an army? And I was like, what's an army? <laughs> she gasped <laughs> and immersed her whole soul to me. <laughs> and I knew from then on, I will be with Giselle forever. Yes. She showed me who was who, the fan chant, where they're from. She was still kind of new to BTS, but... The way that she was so passionate about them made me so interested. After the next three years, I casually listened to their music, but did not want to fully immerse myself. I guess there was this fear of people finding out that I'm a fangirl and people will make fun of me. I have a severe case of social anxiety. I suffer from catastrophic thoughts that make me feel very insecure at times. Plus, being the only girl in every single engineering course already made me stick out as a sore thumb. Not to mention, I was also an engineering tutor for my university, and people already were judging me for my qualifications. I felt like I should be as normal and as unfeminine as possible. Fuck. Ugh, right? That sucks. It sucks. I was going through a lot. Boys gaslighting me, sexual harassment, and just being a girl. I just wanted to make it through the program and graduate. This is heartbreaking to me. Seriously. Like I personally resonated with this story. I yeah. was like, dang girl. Okay, let's get just keep trying going. to navigate a male dominated space. I know. And Seriously, kudos to her mm, for pushing through. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. During the end of 2019, I finally achieved my goal and got my bachelor's degree. I was just so relieved. I felt like I could finally breathe and be myself. 
In February of 2020, I remember Giselle, and I went on this trip with her to San Francisco for this graduate pathway program. It was during that week I found out BTS released a new album, Map of the Soul 7. Boy, was I hooked and in love again. It was just so good. I remember listening to that album while driving around San Fran, and it was a magical week. A month later, COVID hit, and I was just so sad. I had plans of doing many things, like getting a job in my field, but I just felt stuck in that time. I was working as a part-time cashier at Target. I really had it up to the point of leaving and quitting everything. And she goes on to say how like crappy it was with like the panic purchasing mm-hmm. of everyone and that oh, they were all man. just like really, really mean. She says, I stuck through because I knew I had to pay for my expenses and my student loans. But one night I lied awake and I had just had enough. I thought to myself, what is one thing that makes me extremely happy where I can forget that I'm living in hell? The first thing that popped into my mind was BTS. From then on, I never let go and I followed them everywhere. I went through every song they'd ever made, learned about their history and their character. I fell in love with them. And during the process, I fell in love with myself. I love them very much and they hold such a special spot in my heart. I want to thank them. It's because of them I was able to keep going. I was at this really low point in my life where I did not want to live anymore. Their songs really changed me. I saw them in person in L.A. during their Permission to Dance tour. I went to all four days. Wow! I took my best friend, which she doesn't clarify, but I hope it was Giselle, yeah. um, to see them on her birthday. And on their last day, I was on the floor. Amazing. Eight rows away Fuck. from the second stage. No. And I swear to God, I think Jen saw my poster, which Jen is her bias. Oh, incredible. And I locked eyes with Yoongi, and Yoongi is her bias wrecker. Mm. And yes, Jen looks so godlike. I think I died at one point. (laughs) It is because of them I was able to keep going and I finally got a job in my field and I'm now pursuing a master's in environmental engineering. Congratulations. Yes. I am about to graduate this spring of 2022. My birthday is February 14th. Yes, Valentine's Day. I'm turning 27. I'm excited. Thank you, Kayla and Bethany, for having a podcast where my feelings are valid. Please follow me on Instagram at the.tiny.life.of.lee. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Thank you so much, Lynette, for your story. Truthfully, I felt connected to this because I did like a physics and medicine minor mm-hmm. and it was like a male dominated feel. I'm all about women getting into the, you know, math and sciences. I just really feel for you. I'm sorry that you felt like you had to conceal or hide this part of yourself for so long, but I'm happy that you're at a point where you can fully accept it and you can just be happy. Yeah. I I definitely was getting chills again, just getting to the point in her story where she fell in love with them and in the process fell in love with herself. Mm -hmm. And um, that's just so amazing to me. So, and congrats on all of your success, Lena. And I hope you continue to be successful in your field. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. 
My very first interaction and knowledge of BTS was when I was finishing my third year of college in New York. I took my mom to a taping of The Late Show with Colbert, and BTS was one of their guests who Colbert interviewed. I had no knowledge of them at the time, but I thought the boy, Tay, who said, Hi guys, I'm V, I'm good boy, was absolutely (laughs) adorable, and my mom was enamored with them after they sang the Beatles' Hey Jude. Unfortunately, nothing came of that experience in terms of my mom or I becoming an army after that interview, which I totally regret. But I really believe that BTS comes into your life when you need them the most because fast forward two years to 2021 when I was working on my thesis for my fifth and final year of architecture from my house in LA. My mom had recently passed away after a short but painful battle with cancer and I had just broken up with my boyfriend. So it was just my brother and I at home. My brother's girlfriend became a big part of our little family, and one day she showed me a video of BTS's dance practice of Dionysus for their 2019 Melon performance to cheer me up. We watched the video, and we fell in love immediately. I started watching all their Bangtan bombs, all their butter performances, streaming their songs, looking for memes on Twitter, etc. I streamed their 2021 muster when it came out and their online PTD concert. I was also lucky enough to go to their PTD concert in LA since I live here for nights one and four. I legit almost died when they sang Answer Love Yourself, Microcosmos, and Home because it will come as no surprise that Map of the Soul Persona is my favorite album of theirs and the Love Yourself trilogy coming in a close second as my favorite. BTS's music and personality has helped heal me, bring me joy and keep me company, especially during my darkest hours when I can't sleep thinking about what I could have done to help my mom. The way they love each other and armies shows me the type of love I deserve and they're guiding me on the path to truly loving myself because I know they'll always be there for me when it becomes rocky. I just truly love BTS so much and they've done a lot for me without even knowing it. Their music, their love for ARMY, their personalities, and their looks are just a few reasons why I don't think I'd ever stop being an ARMY and why I'm so proud that I am ARMY for life. Bora Hey, Allie. Oh, thank you, Allie. I'm so happy that BTS were there for you in the rockiest of times, and you know that they will be down the road. Yeah, sorry for the loss of your mother. Yes, so sorry for that. All right. Hello, I'm a new standing BTS fan. This podcast was suggested to me from a BTS ARMY over 40 club I belong to. I first became ARMY when Boy in Love featuring Halsey came out. Jin is my bias, and that was very clear when I saw him in the video. But I love them all for all of their great personalities. As many others in my group, I do not know what I would do without them and BTS. These past two years have been hard, but I have had other difficulties, being married and trying to be a good parent to my children. I have had some very low points, and with BTS, I have felt I am not alone. I feel like at times they've carried me. One day when I was running, I thought how alone I felt, but then reminded myself I was not because I was listening to BTS, and I felt like they were carrying me on their shoulders. I did cry a little bit after that. Wow. I hope to one day be able to tell them how much they have helped me. 
They've helped me so much that I qualified for the sixth time for the Boston Marathon just listening to BTS the entire three hours and 45 minutes I ran. Wow, that is so incredible. Wow. They help me when I feel very sad. I always watch a, quote, try not to laugh video from BTS when I'm feeling very low. Kayla, you and I know all about that. So much. (laughs) (laughs) I was unable to attend their LA Permission to Dance concert for a variety of reasons, but I hope that when this variant ends, it will lead to herd immunity and that they will be able to safely tour in more locations than LA. Thank you for the podcast. It really makes me so happy, and it's always great to get to know Discover Other Army, Gabby. Wow, Gabby, thanks for your story. I can't believe that you've qualified for Boston for six times. That's incredible. Yeah, congratulations. That's an accomplishment. Seriously. Yeah, and I'm glad that BTS get to accompany you when you're running. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. It began with Black Swan. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) To be more specific, the Black Swan performance for the 2020 Melon Show and with Jungkook so effortlessly and beautifully lifts an angelic Jimin, twirling him in such a graceful way that when I stumbled upon a video on Twitter, I just couldn't stop watching. Back then, I had no idea who BTS were or who I was watching, but it was only a matter of time before I fell down the infamous rabbit hole that is discovering BTS. It started with the names, quickly progressing to the music videos, Bantam Bombs, Bon Voyages, Winter and Summer Packages, In the Soups, and Need I Go On? Anyway, I found myself making a playlist with all of their songs because I wanted to get to know their music better. I think I found it fun learning their voices as I learned their names, being able to identify who was singing what. Part of the reason BTS are so talented and unlike any other artist is their ability to seamlessly utilize seven incredible voices in their song in a way that flows and fits perfectly like a puzzle. But I digress. If Black Swan was the song that got my attention, Life Goes On was the one that wrapped me in a hug and welcomed me to the ARMY family. Love that. Yeah. I'm in college and first heard Life Goes On at the time when I was forced to do online classes from home because of COVID. I was getting frustrated about COVID, feeling like I was missing out on a huge part of my life, and the song provided a comfort that no one else seemed to be able to. It gave me hope in a time that felt pretty bleak. Fast forward to the end of February. At this point, I know their names and I'm learning their songs, but I still want to know more about BTS. Meanwhile, despite playing sports all of my life, I had always been overweight. And although I'm fortunate to have never been shamed by anyone, I myself felt shame and wanted to change things. So come March, my brother, who is studying to become a physical therapist, told me, just try walking 10,000 steps a day. It sounded impossible, but I said I'd try. I began looking for podcasts to listen to while walking and found standing BTS. Suddenly, not only was I getting 10,000 steps a day, but my walks were becoming the best part of my day and something I looked forward to because I could learn more about BTS and laugh along with you guys. Oh my gosh. That is like one of the biggest compliments I know, that's ever. Like one wow, of that the is so, things, so sweet. Literally. I'm so glad that we were able to accompany you. Yes. Although I was back at college, our classes were still completely virtual and I didn't think I realized at the time how invaluable having a reason to step away from my laptop and go outside was to my mental and physical health. I continued the semester walking every day with a smile and began doing a daily core exercise routine titled Jungkook's Warm Up that popped up on my For You page on TikTok. Heck yeah. Incredible. 
I think I realized how invested in BTS I truly was when my gut twisted when they didn't win the Grammy. I was genuinely upset and made me realize how much I appreciated them. We're still upset. Oh, I'm we're over here just it. like scratching my face. I'm like, yeah, we're all mad. Yeah. So mad. <laughs> They've made me so happy that I just want them to be happy as well. I felt this was kind of when I really felt like an army for the first time. Flash forward to summer, I was continuing to walk every day and was seeing a bit of progress in my weight loss journey, but I didn't want to get overexcited in case I put weight back on, so I just kept walking. A few weeks in the summer, around late May, I started jogging short distances. I wanted to see how far I could go and push myself a little further. While I walked, I listened to Standing BTS, and while I ran, I listened to my BTS playlist. By this time, I had discovered BT21, and my family knew I was becoming a fan, occasionally reminding me of performances that I assured them I had already put on my calendar. My TikTok was also littered with BTS content, which has been one of my favorite parts about being an ARMY. Summer continued like this, and I began lifting weights with my brother as well, with my BTS playlist always being heard through my earbuds. I went back to school, thankfully, for in-person classes in August, and things got much busier in comparison to my previous semester since we could have in-person events again, so I no longer had the time to walk every day. However, I was still going to the gym and had gotten to a point where I could run five miles at a time every other day. Wow, that's a lot. Amazing. Five miles. So much progress. The semester flew by in a flash and by Christmas or my Christmas gifts included a Mang microphone, HYYH ring and a Young Forever uh, Day version album. Somewhere along the way, I bought B and before I could stop it, my shelf was full of BTS albums. I know I'm not the only one who's experienced this, but I'm certainly not complaining. BTS has helped me form stronger relationships, especially with my roommate from Hong Kong, and my cousin, who I hadn't even realized was an army. Between doing the super tuna dance with my roommate and squealing about our biases during Christmas dinner with my cousin, being an army has brought me so much happiness. Now, I lay in bed with my BTS blanket, writing this while actively embarking on a new journey. Despite some nerves, I'm studying abroad in Rome, Italy, and feeling a sense of happiness and confidence I couldn't have imagined a year ago when I first discovered BTS. As my plane took off and I left America for the first time in my life, moving on played on my shuffled no. playlist moving and i on. couldn't help but smile i cannot believe that moving on kayla we <sighs> love this song and it's so perfect it's for what you were doing in your life first at that time moment. leaving the u.s you're about to go study abroad oh wow. god and it came up on fucking shuffle i just hear numbers we're moving on oh god oh. don't make me cry <laughs> man I still love listening to your podcast and I know I'll be continuing to listen during my walks to class through the streets of Rome. Oh, and the weight loss thing. I've lost nearly 70 pounds. The pride in myself is indescribable. And when people ask how I've done it, I credit my brother, this podcast and BTS for motivating me and making this journey so far a whole lot of fun. I'm certainly not finished and I can't wait to see what experiences are waiting for me. Whatever it is, I'm so grateful to know BTS and this podcast will always be a source of happiness and comfort as I continue to discover more about myself and the world around me. April. Oh gosh, April. What an incredible story. 
so many, I have so many comments, yeah. but first off, congratulations. Like you really are taking care of yourself. And I'm so happy that BTS is what's really pushed you forward. Also your brother being a physical therapist mm-hmm. and like making the recommendation of just like walking 10,000, I say just, but you know, walking 10,000 feet a day or 10,000 steps, steps a, day, a day, you know, that's a huge feat. So I'm glad that it's like kind of seemed to be the stepping stone to this journey that you're now like weight training and jogging five miles a day. Yeah, I mean, oh I my mean, gosh. Incredible. And Amazing. I'm just really happy that the podcast can keep you company when you're on your walks. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like April, you're such an inspiration. Um, like you, you're inspiring me right now. Like, me uh, too. you know, yeah. like I want to continue on my journey, you know, my healthy and weight loss journey even more from reading your story. So thank you so much for sending in this story and yeah, congratulations on all of your success and enjoy Rome. Yeah. And studying Good abroad. luck on your studies Good in luck. Rome. Yeah. All right. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. My name is also Bethany. I love finding people with matching names because I feel like it's sort of an uncommon name, which it is. Totally. (laughs) I get Stephanie and Brittany all the time. (laughs) All the time. I'm 19 from New Hampshire. I started standing BTS this past June. It was honestly the best decision I've made. Hobie was right. I've always been into boy bands and music. Like, I was a hardcore One Directioner fan growing up, and I never thought that I would love another band that could mean as much to me. Well, I did. It's so true, the saying that BTS finds you when you need them the most, because they literally have made my life worth living again. Over the summer, I was with my best friend, Lillian. We both just went through an awful friend breakup with another friend of like five years, and we were just trying to comfort each other by having a beach day to get our mind off of things. The entire day, she wouldn't stop talking about the quote on BTS meal. (laughs) I knew vaguely who BTS was and was actually with her during their Grammy performance, but I never really paid attention to them. On this June day, we didn't get the BTS meal once, but twice. And we listened to Butter and Dynamite over and over, blasting it. A few days later, we sat down and decided to watch some of their videos and just found out more about them. Oh, my God. First, we watched some music videos and then the carpool karaoke, then the tiny desk and the fan-made videos. We were hooked. At first, Tay was the one who stood out the most to me, but Jimin stole my entire heart. Currently, my bias is Jimin, and my bias records are Hobie and Jungkook, but each of them have a special place in my heart. After learning about their music and talent, I needed to know more, so thankfully, I found your podcast. Over the summer, I truly immersed myself in everything BTS and even started listening to a few other K-pop bands. It really helped me keep my mind off of the friend and work drama and the fact that I was starting college. Thanks to BTS and the comfort and joy that they give me and so many others, I am in a much better place than I was at the beginning of summer of 2021. I started college and when I had bad anxiety about it, I would listen to their music or watch their videos and it would soothe me or make me laugh until I forgot about my problems. I dealt with a lot of disordered eating and I'm still working through it. BTS has helped me show how to take care and be kind to myself. I'm working on eating properly and working out. I run to BTS. Their music motivates me so much. And they just inspire me to try and be the best version of myself that I can be. 
Also, I know it's weird, but I've learned to be affectionate towards my friends by watching how affectionate they are to each other. And I feel that I've grown closer to my friends because of it. I'm just so thankful to BTS and how much joy and hope they have brought to me. I would love some army mutuals. So my socials are Beth Rose 27 and Beth is spelled with two H's on Instagram and Beth 5121732 on Twitter. Thank you both for your podcast. You're iconic, Bethany. Wow, Bethany. Thanks so much for your story, Bethany. Um, I love, first of all, that this is a BTS meal army. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how you became army was like the BTS meal. The BTS meal <laughs> from McDonald's. Iconic, incredible. <laughs> um, I just, you know, there's always, there's Dynamite Army permission. To, I never conceptualized that there could be BTS, BTS meal, meal armies. There are. Yeah. But they've inspired you so, so much into like work on so many different facets of yourself. And I, I find that so amazing. Okay. Dear Kayla and Bethany, question, how has BTS and ARMY impacted your life? Well, for me, BTS has helped me love myself more. BTS has been in my periphery for several years, dating back to 2015 and 16 or so. However, it wasn't until September 2020 that I got hooked on their NPR Tiny Desk concert and while I was unemployed during the pandemic that I decided to go down the rabbit hole. As I started to learn more about BTS and their message to love yourself, I remembered an article headline I had seen before I started following the group that said something along the lines of how BTS truly helped me love myself. And at the time I had thought, okay, that's nice. But now in 2022, I recognize the positive impact BTS has had on me. As a Chinese-American adoptee, it's taken a long time for me to unlearn this underlying self-loathing that I've had that extends beyond not meeting mainstream beauty standards and failing to fit in, and this is something that I'm still working on. Growing up and through high school, I realized I was horrified of associating myself with anything, quote, very Asian because I was one of the few, if not only Asian Americans in my grade, and I didn't have any role models, and I had two white parents who did not understand how one day I was going to walk the world as a lone Asian woman. I have struggled with emotions like shame and bitterness for not knowing a cultural heritage that, quote, should have been mine. While I know the K-pop industry and culture has its host of flaws or points of controversy, including colorism ideals and preference for a specific idol look and body image, seeing East Asian faces become more mainstream and hearing East Asian language become more cool has helped me grow comfortable with how I look and who I am. It has become increasingly difficult to openly discuss with my parents how I feel about my reaction to a spike in hate crimes as COVID-19 surged, about the lifelong microaggressions and over-racism I've experienced, and about how I wish they had raised me differently and how I wish I had grown up surrounded by more resources. So finding opportunities to share with my parents that piece of media that involves East Asians is a huge step for me, and I appreciate it every time. Somehow, I convinced my parents to like BTS, and honestly, that shocked me because they usually do not like the music I like and show very little interest in people I follow. When I visit my parents, I like to share BTS-related content with them, such as an interview, an appearance on a TV show, or a new music video. 
This always feels like a tiny attempt to build a better bridge between them and me. BTS reminds me that I do not know the bounds of my own happiness. I would call myself a quiet army. I'm not on every possible social media platform to follow BTS because I don't have the capacity or funds. I don't have any army friends as of now, and I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts, watching videos, and reading articles on my own. I haven't gone to a BTS concert yet, but I'm okay with all of that. I find joy in my personal exploration of BTS, and I'm slowly starting to connect with others who follow BTS and or other K-pop groups. That's so cool. Being an ARMY has made me realize that I don't know the bounds of my own happiness, which makes me feel hopeful. Something I never expected to be part of my life suddenly brings me tremendous joy. BTS is comforting, fascinating, powerful, and fun. I am truly grateful to be alive in the same timeline. I don't know what the future holds, but I know the journey will continue. Fighting. Thank you, Miranda. Wow, Miranda. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, The thing that really resonated with me was just like, how your parents have really come around to BTS or like open about BTS and that you can share that with them and see how like, you know, you being Asian, how that's really, how they're influencing you and your life and how like their presence in media is really making a change. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, thank you for sharing how it's been hard for you to navigate this world as a Chinese American woman who wasn't raised with any connection to you, your culture and how you had to, you know, unlearn so much, you know, like racism and my- microaggressions that's been enacted on you over your life. Um, you know, it's just, it's powerful what you've been through and there's value in your story. And I feel that, you know, Iconics listening are going to connect with this story because, um, I'm sure there's other people out here who have your experiences. And just too. grateful. Yeah. Grateful to hear your story. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. submitting. Thanks thank Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. I know it sounds like a broken record to say BTS finds you when you need them the most, but I truly do believe it because the first time I was exposed to them, I really didn't catch freshman year of high school when I was deep in my emo phase and thought all other music was trash. A friend of mine was an army. Ever passionate, she showed me a bunch of music videos, tried to teach me their names and the whole nine yards. I, a stubborn 14-year-old, thought K-pop was dumb because the internet told me so, so I rejected it. Dope, however, would never leave my mind. Dope. Dope. It's dope. It's (laughs) it's a great entry into BTS. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until July 2020, full in the throes of the pandemic, that I returned to them. Now in college, I was writing an essay, and to keep from nodding off, I wanted to listen to some music. I usually turn to instrumental music because I... Here's our next one. Hi, friends. Anyang. If I could sum up my experience of being an army into one word, it would be community. It is honestly very ironic that I chose this due to how and when I discovered BTS, but let me explain. I was a quarantine army discovering BTS in the depths of quarantine in the summer of 2020. Because we were forced to stay inside for our safety, I hadn't seen friends or family in months. I was living in an apartment alone, 1,200 miles away from my hometown, trying to navigate how to survive in this pandemic. While I was still in contact with my friends and family, it was so obvious that things simply were not the same. 
let me unpack how I went from feeling like I had no community and being alone in the pandemic to gaining a community of absolutely amazing armies. First, I think BTS provided me with an escape from the real world. We all know the feeling of discovering them and diving into their content. I spent hours and days just laying on my couch and consuming all of their content. Y'all know how it goes. The best part about finding BTS in the pandemic was that it was completely acceptable to do nothing all day but watch BTS. My army community began to grow when it was safe enough for me to move back to my hometown with my mom. Being my mom, she has to listen to me. So I subjected her to many hours of BTS content, her favorite being the James Corden flinch video, which she requests every time I'm with her. Watching her fall in love with BTS was one of the best things ever. My dad had recently passed away at the time I discovered them, and we had both been struggling a lot. Neither one of us are ones to talk super openly when we are struggling, so it always felt like there was this weight hanging over us when we were missing a piece of our family. BTS gave us something to bond over and to connect us in a way that I can't even explain. With my dad not here, it was so hard adjusting to our new normal. There was always this heaviness hanging in the air knowing that he was gone, but watching BTS and laughing at run episodes made us forget about that heaviness for a moment. Since then, my mom has opened up to me about how the lyrics of Magic Shop resonate with her when she is struggling with the loss of my dad. Reconnecting with her in this way brought us both so much joy and so many inside jokes that made us laugh and smile even in a time of heavy grief. My community only continued to grow when I gave into making a stand Twitter and reached out to Kayla and Bethany through email. I was binge listening to the podcast and felt so called to contact them. They read my email on an episode of the podcast and through that, so many people welcomed me warmly to stand Twitter and I made my first few army connections. One connection that I made this way was with my now best friend, Meg. Meg had reached out to me after the podcast, but we ended up connecting further after figuring out we had both gone through a One Direction phase. Meg somehow convinced me to become a Jungkook biased. So mad at her for that because (laughs) now I suffer on the daily. But long story short, we have talked every day since then and have now deemed ourselves Veeman soulmates. Still being in the pandemic, friendships were hard to maintain, especially friends that I was so used to being in person with. The beauty about connecting with Meg online was how we established our friendship so we knew no different. Meg has truly been such a part of my journey with BTS, and I honestly can't picture my journey as an army without her in it. We indulge each other in every way. She recently listened to me scream about how two freckles on Jungkook's knee made me have a complete emotional breakdown. Uh, Unfortunately, Meg and I live in very different parts of the U.S., so we can't see each other often, but we have met up many times over the last year and a half, including going to the BTS concert in L.A. My favorite memory is when Jungkook's shirt came completely unbuttoned in Black Swan, and as you can assume, Meg and I lost our minds, and I think I still have nail marks from how tightly she was gripping my arm. And finally, just getting to connect with so many amazing armies at the LA Permission to Dance concert was the ultimate experience. It was so incredible to step out of our hotel and see so many armies just walking around LA. 
I got the pleasure of meeting so many incredible iconics at the meetup you all hosted, as well as continuing our relationships through the monthly virtual meetups. I attended the concerts with four amazing, now lifelong friends. The community in LA was beautiful and something I will never forget because I just felt so at home when we were there for the same seven men that we all love. BTS has provided me with so much over the past two years of standing, and I could tell so many stories about my time of being in ARMY. However, the thing that stands out is the community and the connection that BTS has brought to me. They lead by example. They connect with us armies so well. I think about how different my life would look without BTS in it. I probably wouldn't have survived the pandemic. My mom and I wouldn't be as close and I wouldn't have met my best friend. I wouldn't get to listen to this podcast and I wouldn't feel the joy that these seven men bring me daily. I am so grateful for so much involving BTS, but the community they have brought me will always be my favorite aspect of being an army. Bora Hey, love you, KMB. Thanks for all you do, Rachel. Ah, Rachel. Thank you for sharing your story. We haven't actually heard your story before. Yeah. Um, I had no idea that you and your mom got close because of this, especially after the recent passing mm-hmm. of your father. Love that you and Meg are vehement soulmates. That truly is what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, I feel like all of it was destiny, Destiny, how it all ended up playing yeah, out. Totally. So we love you, Rachel. Thank you we for love you. writing in. All right. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. Despite having been on my radar for several years, I admit I had preconceived notions about BTS, which prevented me from standing at first. I remember watching them perform on SNL and definitely took notice, telling my boyfriend, this is that boy band from where again? South Korea, I think. They're huge outside of North America. People love them. What do they know that we don't? My boyfriend, a huge music snob, rolled his eyes and said they look like girls and probably lip sync and all the things people say to diminish BTS. Still, Jimin with his hip thrusts and body rolls, oof. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the seed was planted. But I didn't keep up with them. My boyfriend, who had since become my fiance, we had moved in together and started planning a wedding. Although I preferred to have a small, intimate wedding, he insisted that we throw a big party, invite all of our friends and family. He pressured me to leave my job for one with a higher paying salary to help pay for it. I reluctantly agreed. But in early 2020, we split up and I moved out of the house we shared together. And then COVID. Fuck. Due to the ever-changing conditions and many lockdowns, I lost my job and spent the next several months in self-isolation, nursing a broken heart, wondering where it all went wrong, and trying to figure out what my next steps should be. I was consumed by grief and anxiety, but when I saw the music video for Dynamite, I forgot to be sad for just a moment. I suddenly found myself needing to know who the hottie in the green suit and the dreamboat who made my (laughs) head-to-toe Brown look so freaking good where for just a minute I thought Young and Jen would be my bias. But as it turns out, I don't think you can choose a bias. Your bias chooses you. And Jimin came for me. Sigh. It was always Jimin. Cutie, sexy, lovely indeed. Kayla, you know. I know all about it. It's just he's irresistible. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole and was well on my way to becoming a full-fledged army. In May 2021, I started a new job that I absolutely love. It was my first day and I was sat at my desk when I heard butter for the first time. When the opening notes came through the speaker and I tuned everything else out by 
hotter, sweeter, cooler, butter. The heaviness that once weighed my heart was lighter. This time it stuck like whoa. I went back and listened to their whole discography and honestly couldn't find a song I did not like. I love BTS because while they're sincere and passionate about their work, they don't take themselves too seriously, something I try to emulate. I associate them with the magic of new beginnings, learning new things, meeting great people, healing my heart, and building myself up again after a series of life-changing events, coming back better and stronger than before. Their music helps me get my day started on a high note, motivates me at the gym. Hello, revenge body. Okay, girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It keeps me going when I think February in Canada will last forever and chills me out at the end of the day. Whatever track, whenever, it makes me happy every single time. That's how BTS became the soundtrack of my life. Tina from Toronto. Wow, BTS, the soundtrack of your life. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Thank you, Tina, for the story. Thank you, Tina. Hey, Kayla and Bethany. 2020 was quite the year for everybody. Quarantines, politics, losing respect for people left and right, and just stress. That summer, I watched my first K-drama for a bit of an escape, and I loved it. It got me interested in Korea. I had heard of BTS, I'm not really sure where, but I definitely knew they existed, but I'd never heard of one of their songs. On a whim, I searched them on YouTube to see what they were all about, and Dynamite was the first video that came up. I didn't know it then, but it had recently come out. After that, I watched a few more music videos, some interviews, and got to know the members. Basically, I spent a lot of time on YouTube. For me, it was initially all about the dance with BTS. I'm a dancer, and they are so good at dancing. I wouldn't say I was instantly hooked, but over the course of the next few months, I spent quite a bit of time listening to their music and trying to learn all about who the members were. My love for BTS really deepened once I got into their lyrics. The first song I remember reading lyrics for was Boy With Love. RM's verse referenced Icarus from Greek mythology, and that was the thing that really hooked me. It made me delve into them and see that they were far more than a boy band, and their songs were intelligent, clever, interesting, deeply moving, and addressed interesting and difficult topics. I also loved how they seemed to be able to write and perform a song from any genre of music. They're so versatile. So that spring of 2021, I officially became a member of ARMY on Weverse. I was and still am so behind on everything and there was so much content and music to watch and listen to. I have two young girls who easily got into BTS and my mom is now ARMY too. It was so fun to catch up on content with them together. In June of 2021, I had a miscarriage. I hadn't had one before and it seemed like it wasn't something people talked about enough. Nothing could prepare me for the physical and emotional pain that comes with miscarrying. And on top of that, they found a large cyst that they would later find would require surgery. The next six months were some of my worst. Looking back, I might have had postpartum depression, as that can still happen with miscarriages. But I was in such a dark place. I had little energy. I was impatient and quick to anger. And I had some issues with my faith as well. I wasn't constantly miserable, but what probably made it worse was just not telling anyone. I didn't want to worry people. It wasn't all terrible. One of the things that really anchored me was BTS. I went all in. I listened to every album, found this awesome podcast, and watched so much content, and it all lifted my spirits so much. I really think it was one of the things that kept me afloat. 
I tend to be undramatic and not overly cheesy, but I really am grateful I found BTS. I was also lucky enough to be able to go to PTD on stage at SoFi with my girls and mom. It was surreal to see BTS live, and I also met some great ARMY friends. Here's to saving up for the next concert. Side note, I stopped teaching dance after my miscarriage, and I really didn't want to go back and teach. But once BTS announced their show, I needed the money to buy tickets, so I'm glad that I'm now back to teaching. While I still struggle, I am doing better, and I feel I owe a lot of that to BTS. I don't feel like I can accurately really describe the feelings in my heart, but I know all of you other armies totally understand me. I have never been as into something as I am into BTS. Bora hey, thanks for reading and having such a great podcast. You guys feel like friends, even though we've never met. Also, just for fun, the bias is RM and their favorite song is Spring Day. And this is from Elizabeth Laurent. Wow. Thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing um, and for, you know, just being so open about your struggles, yeah. especially with the miscarriage. But I'm just so grateful that BTS has been by your side and that you got to go see them in L.A. Like yeah. how, how amazing. Yeah. All right. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. If I were to title my being an army story, it would be called being a Genshin Impact Army. How I'm also a BTS meal army without ever eating the BTS meal. <laughs> Another BTS meal army. Yeah. My army journey began in June when one of my favorite Twitch streamers named Purge at Purge Atori underscore Atori had a BTS meal stream where she got the BTS meal and watched BTS videos. Before the stream, I had heard of BTS, but had only heard Dynamite, which I didn't like at the time, but now love. During the stream, Purge played a performance of their song Dionysus, and within the first minute, I fell in love with the song. It was such a great rock song. Rock is one of my favorite genres of music, so it makes sense why I loved the song. I remember within the next week, driving to the first day of my new job, listening to that song as a way to shake off my nerves. Dionysus led me to listen to Map of the Soul Persona and then really dove into the rest of their discography. My Time is one of the songs that feels like I literally came out of nowhere and it decided to barrel into my life. Within the first line of singing, I was amazed. Who is the man singing? He sounds incredible. I then opened my phone to see who was singing, and that is how Jungkook became my bias. My Time. My Time, we'll do girl. It. <laughs> when you got the performance, what'd you think? Ugh. Anyways. I keep telling myself that I was going to take control and go in slowly. Oh, to think I could slowly become an army. I was so naive. I decided one night before bed to look up a YouTube video to learn about the rest of the members. And that was the start of my being an army journey. I think one of the most insane army things is that I've done is that I went to the permission to dance in LA concerts. I went on day one in the YouTube theater and it was so memorable and fun. I remember telling my family that I wanted to go when BTS announced their concerts in September. This was the first time they heard that I was listening to BTS, so they were shocked. I remember my mom was the one who consoled me when I initially couldn't get tickets to SoFi. She assured me that there will be a next time to be able to see them. I was ecstatic when I was able to get tickets to the YouTube theater for day one. I was going to see BTS. Although at this point I was very much a baby army, I wanted to go because I knew that I maybe couldn't get the chance again. I would be missing out on something big. So for the next two months, I was on a serious BTS study mode. During my free time, I was constantly listening to their music, asking on YouTube-related TikToks about what BTS clips were and where the audios were being used from. 
watching YouTube videos, and of course, listening to standing BTS podcasts. Wow, serious baby army research. Yeah. I could probably go on forever on how BTS has made an impact on my life, but I have to narrow it down to just a few points. They made me interested in trying things I never thought I would. I signed up for a hip-hop class back in November because I wanted to dance more like BTS. If you asked me a year ago if I would listen to hip-hop, I would have said no. BTS has helped me to understand and appreciate this genre of music more, and the classes have given me more confidence in my dancing skills. I'm also starting to learn Korean. They taught me the importance of relaxing. It was more like Jin who taught me this in In the Soup Season 2 and his Korean Vogue interview, but the point still stands. I'm learning that it's okay to relax and to set aside time for that. I try to set aside time during my week to relax and it's been helping me a lot. I feel less guilty about it and I've seen it become a big mental help for me throughout the week. They reminded me of my dream. After graduating college in the end of 2020, I really felt lost. I'm glad that after job searching for a few months, I was able to get a job, yet I still wasn't sure what I really wanted to do with my life. Listening to the songs like Black Swan and No More Dream caused me to think, what is my dream? I had an epiphany when listening to these songs one day about a dream that I've had since I was a kid. I've always wanted to write and publish an original story. One of my goals for this year is to complete a rough draft of the story that I have had on my mind for years. I have a few chapters written already, but I'm determined to reach my goal. I don't know where this dream will take me, but BTS has shown me that it's important to dream and to work on your dream, no matter how long it takes. They encourage me to love myself. I have struggled for years feeling comfortable with who I am. I sometimes still struggle with the feeling of shame for liking things and doing things that everyone else gets. I feel like being an ARMY is the first time that I have really owned up to liking something without constantly thinking, I'm dumb for liking this. I'm not perfect, and sometimes I still get hurt when people poke fun at it, but I know that BTS and their music make me happy and inspire me to be a better person, and that's what's most important. They help me remember what true laughter is. This might not sound like a big deal, but before becoming an ARMY, I could not remember the last time I truly laughed out loud without any resistance. I remember the last four months of 2021 watching compilation videos of BTS, TikToks, and In the Soup Season 2, laughing my head off, sometimes to the point where I needed to stop to catch my breath. I have had some rough years before the pandemic where I was really stressed and struggled with a lot of depression. Truthfully, these battles are not over, but as ARMY knows, BTS and their music are such a big help. BTS being themselves and hilarious helped me get some necessary happiness and laughter into my life. I find myself enjoying my life more too, from big to small moments, and it's all thanks to BTS. I'm just so glad that I became an ARMY last year and got to experience a lot of great moments in BTS's history. I'm looking forward to their first comeback as an ARMY and to one day be sitting in the same stadium BTS is performing in. Love, Sophia. 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 Thank you so much for your story. Hasn't even had a BTS comeback yet, Sophia. I know. Wow. Amazing. Um, also, I cannot wait to read your story. I know you're going to get there. The fact you've had it on your mind for years, um, I really cannot wait to uh, to see what you do with that. You'll have to update us. Kudos to you for pursuing it. That's Seriously. awesome. Okay. Hi, Bethany and Kayla. My name is Mary from Alabama. I just wanted to share my story of my very recent joining of ARMY that I haven't shared with anyone in my life yet because I just don't think they'd understand. I have two boys under the age of six and they love the songs Butter and Dynamite after hearing them on the radio because who doesn't? 
months ago while trying to keep them entertained i said let's have a dance party and just let random youtube music videos play as we danced wildly around i can't remember whether it was butter or dynamite that came up but my oldest son stopped dancing in his tracks and stared at the screen seeing their faces for the first time my boys are ethnically half Korean because my husband was adopted from Seoul as a baby and they attended school, which probably had over 80% of white students. My son then said, Hey, they kind of look like daddy and like me. Having never considered BTS much prior, I stopped and thought about how neat it is that my son, even at his age, was stunned by actually seeing part of himself represented on the screen. The impact they had on my son in just a short time made me want to know a little bit more about BTS. I googled them and from there fell down the rabbit hole. But this is where falling down the rabbit hole came at the perfect time in my life as BTS comes when you need them most. For the past two years, I had a lot of changes in my life and I became depressed. I turned to alcohol and because alcoholism runs in my family, it wasn't long before I was the definition of an alcoholic. It began to impact all parts of my life and my husband couldn't take it anymore. He tried to help me in all the ways he could, but as I relapsed repeatedly, he gave me the ultimatum that I had to get it together once and for all or he would file for divorce. He gave me this ultimatum in the same week that the dance party with my boys occurred and also the same week when I found your podcast. Oh my gosh. I became totally sober and while difficult, just diving into the BTS pool was the perfect distraction I needed. In the moments of stress or anxiety where I would normally grab the bottle, I just looked more into BTS, learned who they were, their personalities, started watching music videos and downloading songs I liked as time went on. As silly as it sounds, when I needed to feel good, I could just go into BTS mode instead of drinking. That doesn't sound silly at all, by the way. No, it doesn't. Um, who would have thought that something so simple like that could have such an impact? I'm a home health worker and nothing gives me a shot of endorphins like bopping and attempting to sing their songs on full blast during my long drives between patients so I can come home to my family happy and energized rather than ready to hit the bottle. But I became fearful about what if I got tired of them, then I'll have no distraction and I'll fall into old habits. But I've been really into bands before and it never lasts that long. The awesome thing about BTS is that there's so much content to consume that I haven't even scratched the surface and they continue to produce content and there's army to share it all with. So I don't see myself ever getting bored of them. On top of them just being the perfect distraction when I needed it, I couldn't have come across a better group at the time because their message means everything. I love what they stand for and the impact they've made worldwide. I'm currently on my by far longest streak sober, haven't touched a drop since that day in my living room with my kids, and I don't even think about it anymore. BTS indirectly saved my mental health, my marriage, and more. Again, I... I haven't shared that with anyone because I feel like it sounds crazy, but nothing could make me turn my life around except a boy band of seven dudes from Korea. But I know you guys can understand. I hope my sons grow up to remain in army because who can set a better example of what a man can behave like and achieve than the men of BTS? 
BTS make me hopeful for what the world can be like for my children and what kind of people they can be in it. Much love, Mary. Wow, Mary. Thank you so much for your story. Congrats on your sobriety. Mm -hmm. Seriously, that is not an easy feat. So I'm just really happy for you. I'm also a home health worker. So I know the feeling of just like bopping to BTS in the cart in between patients. It really makes those drives bearable. Mm -hmm. So energizing, Mary. Just really happy for you. Really happy for you. All right. My name is Sess. I'm 26 years old and got introduced to BTS through my 16-year-old sister, who at the time was 14. I was applying to law school, and she was obsessing over BTS. I fell in love with HYYH, Yoonkook, and just the whole storyline. It became my escape during my studying struggles. I can't think of a day where I wouldn't listen to them just to feel less stressed. I then got tickets to MetLife and made the closest friends I've ever kept since then. I even freaked out on one of them over getting into Yale Law School in our first phone conversation because of how comfortable I felt with them. Wow. Congrats on getting into Yale Seriously. Law School. Damn. Um, being a part of the BTS Army has made my life so much more enlightening just because I can connect with people from all around the globe over such an important shared interest. I even have a Bessie in Spain, which living in Southeast USA, I would never have thought possible. BTS has brought people closer in ways I can never calculate, and I love the effect that they've had on my life. Cecily. Oh, we love you, Cess. Thank you for sending in a story. We know that you're so busy. We know you're busy. Keep up your journey in law school. You're killing it. Good luck. Yeah. Yes. Awesome job. The next story is from Shirley and Amy, and they sent in their story of being friends and army together in a unique way via audio message. So here is their story. Hi, I'm Shirley. I'm Chinese American and a mom of three. Hi, I'm Amy, mom of one. Amy, how did you discover BTS? Discovering them was a slow process for me, really. I was a fan of some other K-pop groups, and BTS used to creep into my Pandora stations all the time, but I never really knew who they were or what they were about. When Blue and Gray from the Beat album came out, I connected with it so quickly, and it all spiraled from there. I started listening to their full albums and realized I knew and loved so many of the songs without realizing it had been BTS all along. Knowing we both became ARMY during this pandemic, what first caught your eye or ear about them? Is it the same thing that draws you in now? One day, just a few months back, I decided to look up BTS on YouTube out of a whim because I knew they performed on SNL. And as they say, the rest was history. I was in awe of the amount of content online. I keep thinking if they have been around and armies have been around when I was growing up, how different my worldview would have been. And I'm so glad for my children who are trying to navigate between Western and Eastern cultures. We lived down the street from each other. Do you remember how we first met? Gosh, it must have been through Waddle and Swaddle. Was it the nursing circle? This is, it may sound funny, but sensitive to me. After having my daughter, Avery, I was in such an emotionally bleak place. There were so many people I met early on, yourself included, who I never really reached out to enough and formed solid friendships with. That first year or more postpartum feels like such a blur, and I just wasn't in a place where I could function and make the connections I wanted to. The missed connections from that time are something I really regret, and I'm so grateful that I got a second chance to know you better, thanks to BTS. We met when BTS was really just gaining steam, I think. 
Do you think that you would have been as invested if we found them back then instead of now? After moving to Kansas City, it was sort of impossible to keep up with Asian pop culture. Now I'm dating myself. The internet was just beginning. So I turned to Backstreet Boys in high school at indie music in college. At one point, I even stopped speaking Chinese. I knew K-pop was big, but it had nothing to do with me. Once I became a mom, I started teaching my kids Chinese. And that's when I decided to look up BTS. I found BTS only when I was able to accept my own Asian identity. It really had to have happened when it did. That was just a few months ago last year. Even though we didn't hang out much back when we first met, I remember we went on a bike ride once. Doesn't that feel serendipitous now that we know how much RM loves bike rides? It's like when we first realized we were both army. It does. I love that about him. And his bicycle was such a treat when it came out. The moment we found out we were both army felt so full circle since it was back at Waddle and Swaddle. You walked in wearing a dynamite sweatshirt and I was unreasonably happy to realize I knew someone who was also into them. Once you started talking about the rap line, it was over. It's amazing how emotional I felt establishing a connection with another army and especially someone who I had known and spent some time with during these crazy years of motherhood. What do you like most about being a part of army? What really solidified my status as army first was this podcast. Every episode was well-researched and just the right amount of fangirling. I was so impressed. It gave me the courage to openly declare my love for DBTS, being older and a mom. I bought a sweatshirt to see if anyone would reach out to me. Weeks go by and nobody did. We live in the countryside, so it's understandable. The day we discovered we were both army felt faithful to me because I had discovered BTS just a few months back. I used to see you every few weeks at the baby store you work at, but I hadn't for a few months. I had actually thought to myself that day, this is pointless. Why am I wearing the same sweatshirt every day in this town? Obviously, nobody here knows who BTS is. What I found so incredible about BTS is a feeling connection as part of ARMY. And in our case, it reconnected our friendship. With someone I had known four or five years ago, I know because we both have five-year-olds, who's also a mom, who lives just down the street. We talk about mom things and fangirl about BTS and joke that we're too old for this. Definitely feels like I found them when I needed them. And the music has uplifted me so much over this last year. Not everyone can have a real life army friend. I'm so grateful for our friendship. Me too. Thanks so much for sending in your stories. It's so wonderful that you were able to reconnect and deepen your friendship with BTS. Yeah, and you guys are from KC. Like, hit us up. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story. And that was really fun hearing your audio message. Here's our last message for the Being fifth an annual Being an Army. Yes. Okay. Hi, Kayla and Bethany. I thought I would share how BTS came into my life and how much they mean to not just me, but my family. My sister is an iconic and got to meet you both in the meetup in LA. She told me way back in January 2020 that I needed to watch BTS at the Grammys, but I just wasn't too interested. Then then the next month, I was getting ready for work and my five-year-old daughter kept playing the same song over and over. I looked over to see what she was watching and it was the on performance at Grand Central Station. I was mesmerized at how incredible BTS's performance was. They were incredible and hot as heck, winky face. (laughs) I googled BTS and well, the rest is history. March 2020 hit and so did COVID, but that wasn't the only thing to hit our family. My five-year-old was admitted to the hospital for debilitating headaches that we later found out was caused by a cancerous brain tumor. 
I'm a single mom, and it was the most lonely, darkest, blackest time the for our family. The worst in the world. I, I, I can't imagine. I really can't imagine. Not only were we navigating a global pandemic, but our family was navigating cancer. In 2020 alone, my daughter had two brain surgeries, debilitating chemo and radiation to her brain and spine. So many days I would come home from the hospital with my heart in shreds over how sick my daughter was and how much pain she was in. The one light, the one thing our family had to give us hope was BTS. By this point, my daughter was ARMY, my sister was ARMY, my son was ARMY, and I was ARMY too. Every day, no matter how off of a day was, we would all come home and gather around the TV and watch BTS together. We would run BTS episodes, Bantan Bombs, Bon Voyage, music videos, and interviews. BTS was this wonderful world where we could all go together, where we could be happy and safe. COVID and cancer had no place in the magic shop. When my daughter's hair started falling out, she lost it twice, once to chemo and once to radiation. I was so worried that she would be devastated. But as she saw the clumps of hair falling, she would look at herself in the mirror and smile and say, it's okay, mom. I know I'm beautiful. BTS taught me to love myself. On days, she was so sick from chemo that she could hardly lift her head. She would ask the nurses to play BTS songs to keep her spirits up. Moon, in particular, is her favorite song. Jin is her forever bias, and his music and laughter carried her through the worst days. Her greatest wish is to meet him one day, blow him a kiss, and tell him thank you. Oh my god. To be honest, I don't think I could have made it without finding BTS. Some days, I would sit in my shower and weep and listen to songs like Blue and Gray and Zero O'Clock. And other days, I would listen to songs like So What to keep me hyped and encouraged. It was because of the music that I had the strength to keep going each day and to find laughter and joy, too. I've heard it said that you find BTS when you need them the most, and this is certainly true for us. My sister and I were able to attend all four nights of concerts in L.A., and my son was able to join us on night three. My daughter wasn't well enough to go, but we are hoping she'll get to see Jen one day. I held her Kim Nam Joon slogan, hi, the night we had sound check. And Jen saw and smiled and flashed me the I love you sign. I will remember it for the rest of my life. Going to the concert and being with ARMY healed my heart in so many ways. After so much fear, uncertainty, and sorrow, singing with ARMY and BTS at the concert felt like coming home. I know this is getting long and I'm forgetting so many things, but I wanted to write because I have so much gratitude and love for BTS that I wanted to share. Borahe, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. I just have tears streaming I'm, down my face. Yeah, I'm so glad. I mean, if, if, <sighs> if I were reading that same thing here, I definitely teared up while hearing you say this story again. And like, we've read through this story multiple times already. And Jessica, I mean, just how awful that your daughter is going through this and your whole family is going through this. And we just were, we hope that your daughter is okay and we're praying for her and, you know, like just sending all of the healing love and vibes to your family. Um, and I'm glad that BTS has been such a comfort that, that know about how you and your sister and your daughter and your son would come home and would just make your home into the, the magic, magic shop. shop. Like, Oh my gosh, that is just incredible that they were able to do that for you and you bring you some level of comfort throughout all of this 
And your daughter sounds amazing. She sounds She's incredible. so strong. She's so, so strong. strong. And it just really warms my heart that Jen saw that sign um, yeah. from you and that you got to be there for her. And I really hope that someday she gets to see them and gets to see Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Thank <sighs> you for sharing your story. And thank also, you. who's your sister? Jessica, who's your sister? Oh, who's your said, sister? Yeah. Who, my who sister's came? an iconic who met you at the meetup in LA. Yeah. Jessica, who's your sister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, through oh. the tears. Tell us. Gosh. Um, gosh. Wow. Iconics. Truly, all of your messages that you sent in this year were incredible and heartfelt and moving to us on a deep level. It was so, so hard to try to narrow it down. And still, Here we this are episode in, is insanely long. An hour and 40 something minutes. And, <laughs> um, it was really, yeah, so many terrific stories that were submitted. Uh, thank you everyone who submitted. Yeah. Even if your story didn't make it, we're going to try to get to, get back to you. Mm-hmm. But we read every single person's story. This was really hard to pick. Obviously, we're like, you know, yeah. just going as long as we possibly can. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's nothing like, there's nothing like being an army. No. And um, it, shows it shows through your stories here. Yeah. We're very grateful to be army and we're grateful for all of you iconics and we love you and happy Valentine's day. Happy Valentine's happy day. Happy Valentine's day. Thank you army. Thank you iconics. Thank you BTS. Thank you BTS. Uh, feeling the love. Yeah. A special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Crystal, Emily, Madison, and Holly. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to write us a review on Spotify or iTunes, Apple Music, really wherever you listen. Um, We're getting close to that bonus episode. And of course, follow us and DM us and tweet at us, whatever, on all of our social media, Staining BTS Podcast. And you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for Staining BTS.